0: Welcome to Learned Leg, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George.
1: And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 31 for George and season 27 for me.
0: This is Lucky Day 13 of season 99, The Midpoint. First question asks us for an athletic conference formed by Providence College basketball coach Dave Gavitt.
1: Right. notes that that was 1979. Uh, he remained commissioner of the... Uh, league, I guess, or the conference until 1990, um, which somehow suggests that this is a thing that I maybe would know. And yet, uh, here we are. So I didn't know this offhand. I've never heard of this guy. I didn't know there was a Providence College. Um, I've heard of basketball. That's about it. <laughs> um, and so I, uh, just figured, okay, well, this providence presumably is in rhode island so mm-hmm. that's on the east coast um it sure seems reasonable that this could be the acc i don't know um i thought about the 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 mac conference like the mid-american or mid-atlantic mm-hmm. or something conference but um i just thought eh this is probably about a big conference that still exists that everybody knows about and that's why it's a huge deal and is a trivia question so um, I put down ACC.
0: Yeah, I, I figured it would be a big conference that maybe didn't still exist, but at least not like a, a D2 or a D3 conference. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not going to end up being like, you know, the Missouri Valley Athletic Conference <laughs> or something like that. Sure. Um, so all I had to go on was basketball and Providence. And I didn't even make the Rhode Island connection. I just figured Providence College sounds like one of those colleges that. You know, came about in the 1700s, mm. and was you know dedicated to the providence of, blah blah blah, like you ah. know, real early American sounding kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I figured, okay, somewhere in the colonies, right, like, right? You know, maybe not 1700s, but like still, you know, pre massive westward expansion. Mm-hmm. Even so, maybe so at the very least eastern Mississippi, um, and then I, I thought, okay, it's a basketball thing um so what conferences were big in basketball and would have had providence college which i've never otherwise heard of Mm -hmm. and first thing i thought of was the big east largely because (coughs) excuse me largely because i don't remember much about the big east i believe syracuse was in it that's all i remember sounds right Uh, i know it collapsed kind of before the most recent rounds of uh of realignment that are mostly led by football. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I remembered that it was called or that it, it, I don't know whether this is why it was called the big East, but I remember that it was actually much, it it was like a lot of schools, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh, much more than the others. And that a lot of them I believed were not big time football schools that I'd heard of. Like your Syracuse is like, I don't know, maybe even your Boston college. I think they might've been in the big East at some point, but sure. So that was, kind of all I had to go on there. I also thought maybe this is the ACC. Is the ACC that young? Could be. Um, does it also have like a lot of these little, uh, littler schools that have basketball programs? Cause you can, you know, run a basketball program on many fewer dollars than a football program. Mm. Uh, could be, but it, that just didn't sound right for me. Um, I can't really, can't really tell why other than it just didn't quite work. Uh, as well. And so I just kept coming back to the Big East. And I I would think of like the Mac and some of those other sort of uh, the D1 uh, FCS, uh, as they would be called in football. Mm -hmm. But I just kept coming back to the Big East and thinking this jibes with what I know of that conference's history, Uh, that it was relatively young compared to like your Big Tens, your Pac-Xs. Uh, that it was uh, a thing, and now it isn't. And I don't know whether the 1990 end of his tenure has anything to do with the collapse of the Big East. I feel like it was later than that, but maybe not by much. Mm. Uh, So maybe he was the only one holding it together. Maybe he just saw the writing on the wall. Maybe it was coincidental. Uh, But yeah, okay, let's go with Big East, sure.
1: Uh, And that was the correct answer. Well done.
0: Yeah, Glad I didn't talk myself out of it
1: it's definitely a blast from the past all right yeah. like i um i i'm certain that i heard plenty about it in the 80s cuz mm-hmm. that's when it existed and i just i think i just kind of assumed it had existed for a lot longer before that and presumably after and uh except that i i don't think i paused to think about it since at least 1990 so yeah fair <laughs> uh moving on to question 2 uh, we are asked who is currently serving as the UK Secretary of State, um, having replaced James Cleverley, who replaced Suella Braverman as Home Secretary.
0: Specifically, he serves as the Foreign Secretary. Uh, everyone in the cabinet, I believe, is a Secretary of State oh, okay. for something. Uh, it's a it's a, a a little oddity that you don't. Uh, doesn't really percolate into our brains that much in the U.S. Indeed, only reason I know it is because of a bad sci-fi novel I read thirty years ago, twenty-five years ago thereabouts. Uh, that was written by a Brit about America, uh, and it was it was like this American crisis, and they kept talking about how or one of the characters kept yelling about how I am a Secretary of State for Defense, and I was like, <laughs> what? And I, and I looked it up at the time, I was like, oh, okay, that's what a Brit would think. The Secretary of okay. Defense is called in the U.S. Right. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I I remembered that for some bizarre reason, David Cameron, the former Prime Minister, had been uh, sort of rewelcomed into the cabinet uh, recently. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I think I saw the re- much more of the reaction to it than I saw the original news. Like all all I saw was like people on Blue Sky being like, David Cameron what? (laughs) And, and kind of had to piece it together backwards from there. Um, you know, since I'm an American, I don't see any news about UK politics. Mm. So, but yeah, I was, I was relatively certain that this was, uh, Cameron. That's all I put because, you know, don't need the first name.
1: Right. Um, yeah, similarly, uh, I, I have possibly read a couple more headlines than you have about this at most, but, um, it definitely was a, um, speaking of blasts from the past, I guess, uh, um, this, as I understand it, was a move to try to rally around the Tories a little bit as they've become just more and more deeply unpopular. Mm. Um, and I, I I don't know how, you know, UK elections work well enough to say when they actually will get, you know, uh, uh, shoved out of their ruling position, but... Um, but yeah, they brought in David Cameron because that apparently was their best go-to for, um, you know, putting someone in this position. Um, and so, uh, I'm trying to remember, was Cameron a Tory himself, uh, or I know he's much more moderate than the people mm-hmm. who are currently in office, regardless of which party he was in. I just don't remember the I details from back when he said was there. so, but
0: I... Now that you mention it, I have no idea. I can, I can scarce imagine he would have jumped to them to, you know, become a cabinet member. But, well, know.
1: you know, uh, I guess we'll never know in the span of this podcast. Maybe i nope. will go look it up. <laughs> um, but I also put down Cameron because I had definitely seen this in the news and made note of it because it is rather a stunning, um, you know, person who's been out of the the political spotlight for more than a decade i'm Seems gonna like say while. i i yeah. don't remember when he was in but it's been a good long time so i also put down cameron
0: and that was correct david cameron indeed question three asks us for the one word term for the liquid that is secreted from mammary glands immediately before and during the few first few days after giving birth
1: uh this is colostrum uh as a person who has in fact secreted this substance myself uh but also as a person who, you know, did what I could to uh, breastfeed my kids. Um, It's one of those things you learn about because it's certainly the type of thing that if you don't know about it, kind of, you know, will cause you to panic a little bit when, you know, the baby first arrives and you're producing very, what seems like a very small volume of uh, um, milk and doesn't look like milk in the sense of you know full of fats and you know white like milk appears um colostrum is more like it's thinner it's more like kind of yellowish it's it's not um you know it's definitely not what you would be expecting if if milk was what you'd heard mm-hmm. your breasts are supposed to produce um but it is kind of a wonderful substance it's you know great for babies to have it gives them all sorts of important stuff um and yeah that's you know, I've had three uh, living biological children, and so here we are. I knew this is colostrum.
0: Uh, I I was only there while you uh, did that for one of the kids, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't remember it as much. I oh, remember sure. merconium, which I knew was the opposite. It was the stuff yeah. <laughs> that comes out of the baby at the beginning.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, but I just could not land on colostrum. Ugh. Uh, So finally, in a fit of, it's the only word I can think of, I went with merconium.
1: Yeah, colostrum was the correct answer. Um, And as you're very correct, that meconium is the opposite of, uh, is the uh, other end of the production line, (laughs) as it were. Um, So, uh, yeah. So
0: remember that. if It comes up (laughs) in in, in any future season, uh, you know, dudes of learned lag. Uh, Merconium (laughs) is the bad stuff that comes out of the baby. After it, uh, after it is born,
1: and it is meconium. There isn't an oh, R. Oh, there an R. It's there's just meconium. Not. Oh, my it's bad. Meconium. Yeah, it's baby's first poop, yeah. and it's kind of a terrible looking it's poop. Horrible, just yeah. the worst stuff. Yeah, just it looks like a horror show. Uh, <laughs> moving on to question four, we are given a list of uh, female seeming character names and asked what they have most notably in common.
0: Uh, so. Willow Rosenberg, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Samantha Stevens, Bewitched, Sabrina Spellman, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the Hallowell Sisters, I'm pretty sure were were charmed. Yeah. Uh, didn't watch that enough to really land that, but the set of sisters, right. part, with all the other ones. Okay, yeah, these these are all witches. Yep. I don't know. I didn't know exactly how to phrase it. So I just said witches.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I knew all the same things. Uh, As far as the character names and where they come from, uh, I phrased it as they are witches because,
0: Mm,
1: you know, witches aren't the things they have in common, they're the things that they are in common. So I, yeah, that was kind of a tough one to figure out. Like, I I know that the uh, smith here is trying to be general enough that you could imagine other possible things they would have in common and not narrow it down to... A trait of theirs, as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, they all drive a bus or you know, <laughs> they love long hair, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, and so I, I put down they are witches. I assume that that will be marked correct oh, as yeah. well.
0: Can't imagine it will Question five asks us, uh, what was the other part of New Edition after Bobby Brown and a couple others left?
1: Yeah, so this one, I, you know, this is one that my brain would not work harder on um, in order to get the answer that was probably in there. Uh, I put down boys to men. Mm. I know that's probably, you know, wildly incorrect in, in you know, in that it's not these people. Um, but I just couldn't, I thought, you know, that sounds like the the right era. and I just couldn't, you know, I, my brain wouldn't do it. And I don't know why. So I put down Boys to Men.
0: Huh. Uh, I don't know why I remember that these three guys used to be in New Edition, because I couldn't name a New Edition song.
1: We watched a documentary <coughs> about them. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's why.
0: Yeah, it could be. Um, I also couldn't name another... Uh, I, I don't know that I could necessarily name a song by Belle Biv Dvo, mm. but I remember the lyric <laughs> uh, where they... BBD Belbivdo uh but yeah I just always remembered that that was that was them and it mm-hmm. it helped that Thorson said the remaining members and did not in any way give us names right that oh okay yeah this is this is the the group that was named after the three guys in it mm-hmm. so I went with DeVoe. and that
1: was the correct answer <laughs> well done uh, finally question 6 asks us for one of the three largest Airline alliances that dominate the passenger aviation industry?
0: I don't like flying. Uh, therefore, I don't fly much. Mm. Uh, I think in the last. Well, over the course of the pandemic, I think I've flown once. Mm. Possibly right. twice, maybe one time down to DC. Oh, I don't um, know. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, this is not a thing that's. I've been exposed to enough to really percolate into my brain. Mm. Uh, so I just, uh, I entirely punted and figured, well, I know Delta has like code sharing with a bunch of other airlines, mm-hmm. like notably KLM. Right. Uh, they were who I flew with a lot when I was going to and from Europe.
1: Sure. Uh,
0: and points farther east. Um, so I thought, well, maybe Delta is big enough that they just named it after themselves. And I'll say Delta yeah, I,
1: that was something I considered as well, um, being that Detroit is a delta hub. that is certainly a prominent um, prominent thing around here. And like you said, I know they partner with KLM and um, have flown on flights that do that that you know, go from Detroit to Amsterdam and then onward to other points in Europe. Um, and so I was like, I'm sure I've heard this on some airline announcement. Mm-hmm. And totally glazed over it because yeah. who listens to those things? <laughs> um, and so I, I thought, well, I don't remember it being called something like that. So I sort of feel like if I had heard of it, then, or if I'd heard it called something about Delta, that would at least ring a bell. If I if I proposed that to myself as an option, mm-hmm. um, but it didn't. It didn't seem like that was the case. And I, I'm not even sure that Delta is as big an airline as KLM. And so that, that seemed like a whole, just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, dead end. Um, and so, uh, I started thinking about, well, this, you know, the question mentions the largest of the three is the Star Alliance. So the other two, maybe they have something to do with aviation or flight, but they're just a different, you know, like, word that that evokes that. Sure. So I thought, well, what about Sky? You know, something about Sky seems like, you know, a great big alliance like this would mm-hmm. would say something to that. And so I ended up putting down Sky Partners because I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's kind of, you know, that sounds, you know, corporate, uh, corporate speak enough to... Appropriate but also generic enough to reflect that it's just a bunch of different partners that don't really have a word in common in their name. Um, and so I thought, sure, let's go with Sky Partners.
0: Reasonable, but no, they were looking for Sky Team or One World.
1: Right, both of those as one single word. Yeah, sure. Um, because that's branding. branding yeah. Uh, interestingly, in the faint hope that uh, something about Sky would be accepted, I Googled Sky Partners and they are a a, a private jet service. Sure. So I'm definitely out of luck on that because that's a different aviation thing. Um that, that I I could not persuade anybody is actually Sky Team. So that left me with three out of six on the day womp At womp. four. That's pretty good on a day like this, mm. I think. I hope so. Um that's it's a quirky set of questions. I'm hopeful that, you know, the David Cameron question got past people. Although I also gave both my point oppo- opponents zero on it because they were pretty good on current events. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a hard one to score um, because I'm up against a couple of guys with decent science scores, but does that mean they know what colostrum is? I don't know about that. Right. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. I, that's probably going to lose me points because Um, you know, my profile indicates that I'm uh, a woman. So, um, so yeah, I guess we'll see if, if three is enough to squeak by. I don't have much hope for it though.
0: Well, here's hoping. Yeah. But that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. Follow us on Blue Sky at Learned Lag with all the vowels. And remember. Don't forfeit. Don't cheat.